Let's talk. This podcast featuring three black women talking about our perspective on life and all that happens in it and through it from marriage, sex, politics, and culture while providing laughter, information, and encouragement over great food and drinks. Sis. Go ahead, queen. Listen. Let's talk. What up, what up, hey. what up, what up? What's up? What's up, y'all? What's up? Get my Martin on today. I know, right? I What's know. up? Get the stepping. <laughs> you know, me and my friend, we argue about Martin. I said, Martin was good, but I don't like it as much as I did I back in the day. I don't like Martin. So, it is. But what shout out, Martin. Guess what? What? It's break time. Yes. Yes. For most of you out there, Probably all of you don't know. We started this podcast at one job, mm-hmm. and now none of us work at that job anymore. <laughs> so I think we were meant to meet yes. for this podcast, yes. podcast, and now we have moved on to different positions at different organizations, yes. I should say. So, But we still be texting and talking during our, me and Crystal were on a little vacation for about, another week oh, i know whatever. don't be jealous push my start date out so i'm off for another three weeks oh my gosh yeah, yeah man. i start march 1st i'm loving it because you know why it coincides with um school so my this my class actually it works out because the my class is eight weeks and i've been see i've been off for eight weeks get dr corbin getting it on <laughs> oh, and i it's crazy because and not to i know i'm gonna hurry up but it's crazy because as I'm doing this work, I'm like, how was I doing this and working at the same time? Because mm. now it's like I'm able to focus and I feel like I really know what I'm doing now. But when I was working, it's just, it's going to be complicated going back to work and trying to finish school. But, but I we'll think see. we make it work. We'll when, see. When, like yeah, you said, when we don't we really need to. Yeah, we'll when adjust. we don't need to. Women, so. that's what we do. We adjust. We do. We adjust. Speaking of women, mm-hmm. today is it's a heavy topic. Mm. I think it's an important topic. And it's one that I think needs to be talked about. So today we will be talking about, are we choosing life or are we making choices? Um, That is all about abortion Mm -hmm. and pro-life and Mm -hmm. pro-choice, a woman's right. Um, We talked about this. We've talked about this several times. um, And some of us, well, we have three different opinions, but similar opinions, Mm -hmm. I think, Mm -hmm. um, in different areas. I would say that I'm more of a pro-life person. Mm -hmm. I don't know if anyone else wants to say what your choice is. Yeah, I mean, on my end, I'm more of a pro-choice for many different reasons. Um, Even though um, I had all my children, but I still believe that as a woman, no one should take our right away to choose. Um, and not just that, like, you know, people are in, get placed in different situations and circumstances and become pregnant. Um, and I think they have a right to choose whether they want to bear their child or not. So that's, you know, I'm pro-choice in that matter. Cece, what about you? Yep. And for me, I'm definitely pro-choice too. I think that, right, women, I think we should have a right to choose what's best for us, our situation. Um, and for me, I think a lot of times when we think about, the pro-life mo- movement. We have a lot of men, especially in Congress, um, that make these laws for us or want to make these laws right now. You know, we're legally allowed to have b- abortions, but I know that was a big thing for the campaign mm-hmm. was should, you know, they 
overturn Roe versus Wade, but I'm definitely pro-choice. I believe women should have a choice because I think you're going to make the right choice for you. Um, so let's let's find, let's talk about some of the reasons why, because Crystal kind of she started that. Mm-hmm. What what are some of the reasons why you are pro-choice? What would be your you know top reasons and why you think? you have gone with pro-choice? Um, I would say, you know, one of the big things are some young girls are can't help the situations that they're in. So, for example, you do have some states that allow grown men to marry young girls. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to say, I want to say one of, them south, one of the Carolinas, I think they have it where you could be a minor and a, a, and could get married to a man. And some of these girls, they don't have that choice to say no. Some of their parents send them off to these men. And, I mean, you know, they're forced to impregnate, get pregnant. Or they'll they get pregnant. They're forced to have sex with these men and get pregnant. Now, what if this girl escape? Escape the situation and she's pregnant. I believe she has a right to say she don't want to have the baby. So that that would be one. Rape will be another one if you get raped. Um, you know, no woman should have to be forced to have a child that she that was conceived out of that, like out of a rape situation. That's horrific. Mm-hmm. Because not only are you forced to have this child, the man is not there. So you're forced to have a child alone. And not just that, you may not be financially in a situation where you can. So that's another reason. Like, finance, like financially, like you might not be stable to have a kid. Now, granted, you have those people that might say, well, if you knew that, then why you didn't wear a condom? Or things like that. You know, I mean, I agree. You know, if you knew you wasn't financially stable enough to have a kid while I lay down. And, but no one thinks of that when you're in the moment. No one thinks of that. Yeah. You don't make, you don't, before you sit down and have sex with somebody, you need a moment. You don't, your whole life don't flash before your eyes and say, oh God, nobody thinks of that. So, you know, sometimes you might be, you might be intoxicated, a lot of things, you know. So I just think that, you know, my part of pro-choice comes from just people just put in situations that they're not prepared to have a kid. And then why bring a kid into something like that? You're creating more issues. All right. Cece, what you got? What what would be some of your reasons why you say you would be? So I, I think for me, I'm going to define, because I looked up, the, and it's FDA definition, so it's FD, well, FPA.org, and it says, being pro-choice means that someone can be personally opposed to abortion or feel uncomfortable with it, but would not impose his or her moral or personal or religious views onto women. For example, by, for example, by trying to get women to change their minds, seeking laws that reduce or restrict women access to abortions or or judging. So I think for me, some of my reasons are definitely the same as Crystal because it's not. I think for me, it's not that I I don't I think that you should or should not have abortions, but I think that yes, you should be able to choose if that is right for you. And I think some of the same things that Crystal said, you know, if medical reasons. Mm-hmm. Right. Because there's some children. Um, I know when I had my son, Courtney, he has downs. Um, I did not know he was going to have downs before um, he was born. However, before he was born, I contemplated having an abortion. Um, I had a good friend. Shout out to Keisha. I love her. Um, kind of talked me out of it. Right. Um but then he ended up, and I didn't know he was going to have Downs before he was born. 
So then he had downs after he was born, and I found out after. Um, well, not after, because he had downs even when he was in my stomach. But after he was born, I found out. Um, so that kind of haunted me, like, oh, God was punishing me because I wanted to abort him. And I, some of the same reasons, like Crystal said, the reasons why I wanted to have, I already had a child. I didn't want to have another child out of wedlock. Um, so, but I ended up, of course, because everybody knows he's born. He's 27 years old. We and such. Love I know he's such a blessing to my life. And so I ended up not having an abortion, but I just think that might be one of the reasons. So people always ask me when I got pregnant with my third child, Olivia, and they wanted me to do the genetic testing, mm -hmm. amniocentesis. And I said, me and my husband now, but boyfriend at that time, we're like, we're not going to do it because what would be the reason? Even if she had some kind of um, disability, medical problem, we was not going to abort. So for me, there was no reason to do it. But people do it for medical reasons. Again, rape and incest to me would be another reason why some I would think somebody it would be justified if that was right for them. For me, I don't think that it's right to use abortion as a means for birth control. Exactly. Um, so I'm going to be out here, like Crystal's saying, I'm not that she's saying it, but maybe, you know, we all been young at one time being reckless or not really thinking about the consequences. And when you're young, I think for me, like being a social worker and learning now, psychologically, we're not, like we have sex, because I always say when I was a teenage mom, and I was like a kid mm -hmm. that had a baby. So psychologically, I didn't realize my mind wasn't mature enough. So I think that when we're having sex, so I do think that some people do use it. I have friends, a lot of friends that use it as birth control. So I have out here being reckless, having sex. Then I don't want to have the baby, so I just abort the baby. Yeah. So I don't think that's a good reason. But, I mean, medic medical reasons, like I said, incest, rape, um, but, yeah, I'm just a believer, yeah, that people should have a right to choose. Not yeah. saying I agree or disagree with abortion, but I want, as a woman, I want to have a right to choose. I think that I say I'm pro-choice, I mean pro-life, because I don't think that we should be, I don't, like you said, I know too many people who've used abortion for birth control. However, most of my decisions are always, I always tell you, I try to make sure that they're in line with God first. And I'm not saying nobody else's decision is not like that's just me personally. So I don't think that he would be happy with it. But I also believe that he is a gentleman and he doesn't force himself on us. So I shouldn't try to force someone to not have an abortion or those type of things. They have the right to make that choice. So in that sense, I feel like a woman has the right to make the choice of whether or not she has an abortion. Whether or not I believe in them or I think that they're right is my own personal opinion. And I think um, like you said, if someone is sick and you got to choose the life between the, the baby and the mother, that's a hard decision to make. Um, but I could understand, you know, to that extent. Or if someone was raped or, you know, molestation, things of that nature. When you look at abortion in that sense, to me, it makes more sense. But because you had a one night stand and you didn't wear a condom, Okay, because I, I know someone who had at least six abortions, mm. at least six. That's a lot, though. She had the abortions. She said, oh, I found out I was pregnant. I'm going to go down. I'm not keeping this. I'm about to go get rid of this. It was like that all the time. And 
I was younger when she was making those decisions, that impacted me a lot because I was like, but you constantly have sex with this guy. Like, you've been with him for forever. Why do you keep doing it? Like, I, I didn't understand. Why not just use something or get on something? How old was she? Um, she had to be, when she, she was probably 20, in her 20s when she was doing this. So she was, let me see, I had to be about, um, so she had to be like 22, 25, somewhere along in those lines when she was having them. But she had, she had them. And then I also have friends, uh, I know people who could not have children that would have made great parents. So I always think there are options. Even if you don't want the child, as far as I don't believe I can take care of the child, there are many people out there who can't have them that can take the child. Mm-hmm. But see, for um, me, I, and people even said that to me, like when I got pregnant with my son, they were like, well, you could give your baby up for adoption. But because someone who's been through that, the I think people don't understand even the emotional ties with even saying about adoption. So I think it's easy to look on the outside or the the outside in and say, hey, you could give your baby up for adoption. But I think either way, I think women are making choices that are best for them. And because whenever you make you say your your stance, Nicole, it sounds like to me you're more pro-choice because you're not saying you're against or are you like. I don't hear you saying you're against abortion. It sounds like you're saying it's just not for you, but you have the... I don't think it's right. I don't think it's the right thing to do. Right, but even in that... I wouldn't vote for a bill that was saying that, okay, we're going to do abortion. It would have to be, like, because the mother's life is... It would be a very very few reasons why I would say, okay, I could see why someone would have Right, so it's still... So so a definition to me, then, it still sounds like you're pro-choice because you're not... You're saying for you, you're you're not agreeing with abortion at all. But you're saying that you still have a lot would allow a woman to make her own choice. I, I believe anything that you do in life, you have to make your own choice. And whether that choice is right or wrong or not, or whether I agree with it or not, you still have the right to do. Like if someone murdered someone, right, and they felt like they were being beat up or they were raped or whatever, and they killed them. I, I don't I may not agree with that, but they feel like that's the right thing to do. So they do it. It, I mean, it's still not the right thing to do. I, for me, I just think that every woman should have the right to choose what they want to do. But I don't agree with why you do it. Right. So I think that you are more pro-choice. Because I think that, so I'm looking up the definition for pro-life. And the pro-life says, this is the Oxford, Oxford dic- Dictionary. It says mm-hmm. that you're opposed to abortion. Mm-hmm. The pro-life movement. So... That's what I'm saying. But the other definition says you can still be opposed to it, but you still respect someone's right to choose. Because I think when someone says, oh, I'm pro-life, to me, they're they're taking a stance that, hey, abortion is wrong across. And I don't care what the reason is you're having an abortion. I want you to have that baby. Give it up. Do with do with. Uh, but I want you to bring that life into this world. I think I would be more along those lines where I think that you should, because I don't think God would allow it to happen if. He didn't want the baby to be here, but that's just that it's not for me to push my religious beliefs on that person at the time. One of my my goals I would love to do is I think that Christians get a very bad rep when it comes to abortion because you see them. They're out blowing blowing up uh, abortion clinics or they're out there yelling. I went one time with the person to get an abortion while she was going for a follow up. 
I was young. I was in high school. I had never been. I just went with her as a support person. She said, these people going to be out here, and they're going to be in your face screaming, they crazy. Don't worry about them. I got up, and we got out the car, and all these people were, like, they bombarded us on both sides. And, you're killing your baby. Y'all up. I mean, it was horrible. I was terrified. I, I was like, why would anybody do that? To me, that's not being a Christian. I want a tent where you just go, hey, I'd like to pray for you. Whether you make the decision or you don't make the decision, here's a pamphlet of some some guidance that can help you, like a social worker, or here are some options if you decide that you go in and you can't do it. Here's a bottle of water. Here's some snacks and vitamins. And that's it. You move on. You show them love because I would think anyone who's having an abortion, it's a hard enough time for them as it is to make that choice. That's a hard choice to make. It is. It is. You know, like, it's really a hard choice to make. Um, and, I, you know, to piggyback off what you said, I've, I did go with a friend to Planned Parenthood to get an abortion, and it was horrible. Were like you was, scared? I was like, I mean, I was scared. 16. I was just, I was more at a disbelief at the fact that you had legally, you're allowed to stand outside in an abortion clinic mm. with 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 uh, posters and dead baby dolls with blood hanging yes. from it, with the, a biblical cord hanging from it, and you know, a per, I couldn't even imagine where her where her mind was at. I, and I told her when we walked up, I said, "Close your eyes and let's just go. Close your eyes, cover your ears, let's just go." You know, and I, you, I, it was just awful. It was awful. And I'm like, these are Christians? These are people that are Christians? This is not what, that's, I don't think that's what God wanted them to do. And it's not. I, just, I was like, oh, my God. You know, and I get, you know, I, I don't knock a person that is pro-life. Don't, mm-hmm. don't, I don't want anyone to think that. Like, I definitely don't knock anyone that's pro-life because everyone has a right to have an opinion. Right. Um, you know, and I get why some people say pro-life. But my thing about that is, like I said, I had my kids. So, I always told myself, if I ever get pregnant, I'm having my kids. I mean, that's just what I wanted. I know I had a choice to choose whether or not, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. But I think that um, a person that's pro-life, you got to understand. And I don't, like, I, again, I don't blame anyone that is. But in my head, I'm like, gosh, you really would want a woman who get raped to have. I guess it's hard for me to take in the fact that a person that's pro-life really want a woman who get raped to bear a kid. And then I then I step out and say, well, look who are those people making them decisions. They're men, right? So I think that's what bothers me. We have these men that make these decisions for us as women. Like that's crazy. And most of the time, the thing that I have a problem with, Crystal, too, is they're white men. So they're not even men of minority. They're not men that know your struggle. They're not men that know that hey, if if I have a baby and I'm living with my mom. Like I said, I'm, I'm for me, mm-hmm. yes, I'm pro-choice. I don't believe in using abortion as a birth control method. I think that to me that is wrong. But like you're saying, if I get raped, if and let's just be honest, in a house, and I'm not saying this happens just in minority households, so in all households, and Uncle, I'm going to say Uncle Peter, he rapes me. Now I'm made to have this baby. But guess what? In my household, I'm living in my house, Uncle Peter living in my house, Aunt Joe living in my house. We got a whole... And we're barely surviving. Mm-hmm. So, right, now I may... So when when white men, mm-hmm. right, make mm-hmm. these decisions, they're not thinking about the economic um, thing. I think, what was the song? Brenda Got a Baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're not thinking about Brenda. They're not thinking about those type of people who... But there are programs to help. So let's, let's, let me just stop back before I go there, because we were talking about men and... I wrote this down as a note to make sure. I always tell people I have a whole bunch of men in the family. Mm-hmm. So I always, 
and they're good men. So I always think about a man's perspective of an abortion. So we talk about men making these decisions. So you get pregnant, the girl gets pregnant, and say say we grown and you we established, we got jobs. I end up getting pregnant by this guy, or the woman gets pregnant by this guy. He never thought he could have kids. He's so excited about this, but he wants this baby. The girl's like, I don't want the baby. I want to have an abortion. Well, it's my baby too. It's not, it's, but it's my body. I always think about how that makes a man feel as well. Because what if he never has another child? That was the only opportunity he got. What if he says, you can have the baby, just give it to me, and I will take care of it. I don't want any child support. I don't want any of those things. But I think women a lot of times make these decisions, and the man is not included. But I think that goes back to what we talked about a couple, maybe one or two podcasts ago, is how how we're we're conceiving children. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Because if you're in a union, and I don't mean boyfriend and girlfriend, I'm saying a marriage union, right? Yep. Then to me... That's going to be something that you talk about. That's going to be something. So it's different. And like you're saying, then to me, the choice about having an abortion becomes, okay, is it saving my wife's life or saving my um, baby's life, right? That's a different conversation. And I think I understand what you're saying, Nicole, but I think for me, I can't accept because what happens for men and women is we have to also teach men, stop laying with women. Exactly. Right? That you, 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 for one of that is ain't your wife, Right. And two, like I always tell my nephews, if you don't see a lifelong life with this person, don't have kids to them. Don't have have sex with them. I I tell my sons. But I mean, especially don't have sex, but don't have kids. Because here's the thing when you do that, you're going to, you take a chance as a man that you lose the right to choose. You lose the right to speak on a woman because it, it is our body. You know what I mean? I think about even like for me and my husband, he didn't want to get a vasectomy. He didn't want no more kids, but I got my tube set. Right. So we, we sometimes we play a double standard. Oh, it's, it's the woman's body. But then we want to allow men to choose and, and make comments on our bodies. So I think for men, I don't I don't have empathy for men like that because you've put yourself in a predicament that I don't think it's meant to be. I, not that the baby's not meant to be, but. Because if you were married to somebody, I would hope before you have kids, that's something that you're talking about. But what if they were in a committed relationship? What if they were married? She was like, I don't want kids. And he still does it. I think that when the baby comes, we say, it's the man's responsibility. It's your child, too. I didn't make the baby by myself. I think in conception, it's still the same way. You didn't make the baby by yourself. So I think that it's a conversation that should at least be had. But I, I mean, think we still wouldn't has- have to have the conversation if we taught our our daughters and our sons to to stop frivolously having sex. Yes, that's the bigger problem. Right. For me, that is the bigger problem. This, Abortion right. wouldn't be such a big thing if people would uh, be more responsible when they're having sex. And I think that's more so of my stance. If someone is, you've worn a condom, you were on birth control, and you got pregnant, I could probably see that more so of saying, okay, you know, I want to have abortion. I, I did everything right. I would understand that more so than, girl, it was just good I, that night, and he got to touching, and I was feeling, girl, I didn't even think about that. No, we have to think, because if you think about it as a child, there's a child that's somebody's life that you're taking, then we don't want to do that. I, I, it, it's just my opinion on it. But I always think that uh, we give the woman way too much responsibility to do that on her own, 
and not have where's the, where's the man like back in the day my uncle called me yesterday and he we were talking about this and he said i remember back in the day they used to make the girl go up in front of the church and said that she was pregnant like it was just like a shame show and i was like how is that of god and he was like yeah they used to do that. i said i don't feel as though that that's right and he said well where were the men and i said exactly so why weren't they both brought up to the front of the church to do that we make the woman feel bad for a choice that she makes that maybe she didn't want to have an abortion. Maybe the guy's telling her, I ain't taking care of this baby. You need to have an abortion. There there are a lot of reasons that go along with that. But I, I think that's one of the um, the areas that we don't talk about with abortion. As far as it is our body, and I have the right to do what I want to do with my body. But where's their, their voice in that? Yeah, but I think, like I said, I think for me that's surface. Yeah. I think we, we never get to the root of why. You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, if we start at an early age talking to our children, our sons and our daughters about the responsibility, you know what I mean? Because like you said, sexuality, and they know I get real, like, blush because I don't like to talk about sex. <laughs> it's natural. <laughs> but it's a normal feeling to be aroused. Like, right. I, what, what is it, Crystal? Like, 12 or 15? Like, probably maybe even younger than that. It's a it's a normal feeling, right? <laughs> right. And it's it's a good mm-hmm. feeling. It's nothing wrong with what feel it. Sex feels good. But we have to start teaching our sons and daughters about their responsibility of it. Because I think that if we had those conversations, right, like what you're saying, Nicole, you only bring the woman up, you don't bring the man. Then that's why we had a lot of backdoor abortions yep. back in the day where people were going, I don't know what they call them. I think that's what they were called, backdoor abortions. Yeah, it's awful. They used to, um, they had them a lot. Because I remember, um, that's the one when they put the Kohanga. yes. So, or give you medicine. Yeah. Well, there was a movie like that with uh, Macy Gray. Yeah, I forget the uh, name of it. Oh. Couple Colored Girls. Couple yes. Colored Girls. Yeah, and she was having a abo- she was doing abortions in her house. I know. I know somebody. They're they're older lady, um, but they passed on. But um, maybe in her she's probably could have been in her late eighties. But her first kid, she tried to do that with. She right. was young. She was like thirteen, and it didn't work. But ended up having a kid and had you know the. the the baby, of course, was, um, mm. you know, not, was, I, what's the word? Like, she, she wasn't a normal, like a normal kid. She yeah, had she, disabilities. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, she tried to do a, a hanger. And that's back mm. in the day, they would hook the hanger and try to do that. Right. And why do we, why as women do we feel that's our only option? It's because of shame. Right, we shame. Some of it is shame, but I hear a lot of people, like Crystal said, hey, I can't take care of the baby. I can't do this. And my question is always, there's, what my best friend, mm-hmm. she's she's in her fifties now. She cannot have children. Her they don't have any children. Mm-hmm. She they would have made great parents. She something that I think that she would have loved to have done to have adopted a child. If I had met her before I had my two, had my last child, like I would have had a kid for her. Like like with their eggs so and not with me and my husband. But I would have been a um, what do you call surrogate, a surrogate mm-hmm. for them because they would have made great parents. She's great to my children. She's been in their life since they were. Since my daughter was before she was born, well, when she was born, and my boys when they were little, so someone like her, they there's always someone else out there that would want that child. There are different ways that you can do abortion. Where I could say, well, I don't think I can take care of this child right now, Crystal, and I want you to raise this child, but I want to be a part of the child's life. I want to be able to have weekend visits. So open adoption. Yeah, open adoption. But the problem with those options are, and I think, like I said. And I don't know the statistics of how many younger people have abortions versus middle age or older adults. We would hope. So just if we say minority and majority, right? Mm-hmm. How many of 
unless you're doing an arrange, what you're saying, like adoption, where you know, hey, you're already, it's called like an open adoption where, right. hey, I'm going to go and find someone to adopt my child. Most of our minority children, though, Nicole, if you, if, if just say, I don't know how many abortions are, are conducted in America, but let's just put out a number, five, let's say half a million, mm-hmm. okay, and say 300, if we believe what statistics say, I don't, but 300,000 are children of minorities, mm-hmm. or children of, yeah, children of minorities. How many of those minority children do you honestly think, if so, so we, we say we ban, so if we just go pro-life and we just say we ban all abortions. Mm-hmm. Now we have five hundred. We have half a million people, kids in the system now because they people are saying, "Hey, I can't take care of these kids. They're in the system." Th- Three hundred thousand are children of minorities. How many of those children do you honestly think are going to be adopted? I honestly, think, I think more than we think. No, I think because in the adoption system, we have a lot of minority children that cannot. People want white, blue-eyed, long-haired girls. That's what they want. And see, part of me, you know, when I hear stories like this and I hear things about adoption and things like that, in my mind, I always like to give people the benefit of doubt. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, you have these white men or any type of man in Congress making these laws about pro-life and making abortions illegal. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, if people know this, the likelihood of them getting pregnant is slim. Maybe they're doing this to say, all right, I'm going to say we, I'm going to make abortions illegal. And I'm going to say we only a pro-life country. Right. So if we do this, then that means people are going to be less likely to go have sex unprotected. Yep. You understand what I'm saying? Yep. Like, I, I just, my there thing is, like, responsible. it would be more responsible. Yeah, and I think part of me is, like, I would, ha- would hope that is their mindset when they're making these decisions. I will hope that they're not up there just saying no woman should have the right to choose. I just hope they don't think that way. I just hope their whole, this is me, I just hope their whole mindset of making that decision and saying that and for Christians saying that is to have their whole, well, make let's make people more responsible. Maybe people are less likely to get pregnant. But how does that really work? Because just think about alcoholism so or alcohol, drug driving, right? Mm-hmm. We made a law. That says it's illegal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we still have people every day that die at the hands of a drunk driver. I think that, to me, yes, we can say pass laws, pass laws, pass laws. But at the end of the day, just like back in the day, people still went and tried to have an abortion. I think the law should be passed to help people. So if you feel like you want to have an abortion or, you know, let there be a law to say, this is what we have in place for people who don't want the children that they have. We will pay for this. We'll do this and we do this and we set up adoption or, you know, you can have someone else. Cause sometimes what I found, if you watch like, like this is us, I love that show. Oh, me too. But you know, uh, Randall just found his birth mom. Yep. And you know, you think about people who have, they give up a child when they're younger cause they think it's the right thing to do and they can't take care of it. But then when they're older, they feel diff- like, mm-hmm. I feel bad, I gave up, what, what happened to that kid? So I think there should be laws to help them in that way. If you ban all abortions, people wouldn't, be, if, you, if I know it's not there readily, most people are not going to go get backdoor abo- abortions. I'm going to be more careful with who I sleep with. I'm going to be more protected. I'm going to do those type 
those types of things. My issue is with birth control. And I had somebody on my Facebook uh, one time talk about people that's pro-choice. They When the baby get here, they don't want people to take care of the baby. They don't want the system to take care of the baby. And I said, that to me, I, I couldn't agree with that because I feel like you have food stamps, you have welfare, you have... I used to be a first-to-work worker, and we gave out so much money. These people made more money than I did going to work every day because within the first two years, they give you all this money to try to help you. We paid. So if you were my sister, and I said, my sister's going to keep my four kids while I go to work, your income is being uh, is $1,200 a month for me to pay you. I gave money to the girl's sister because they were coming from a different country, and she kept her kids. So they get throw all these incentives at you so that you don't have to stay on welfare that long to do that. The programs are out there. Then they said, well, people talk about you when you go on the program. She on welfare, and she keep having these kids. Okay, Welfare is only for 60 months, which is five years, the money part of it. You can get food stamps as long as you qualify. But the, the financial part of it, it's only for five years. So you can have 12 kids, but if you've been on welfare for five years, you're not going to get any more And I think that's assistance. new. That's, who was that under Ronald Reagan? Who uh, changed that? Or, 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 one um, of the Bushes, I think. Bushes, yeah. I think, one of the, I think it was Big Bush. No, which one was for the, Big Bush? I think it was the, one the of the dad. Big, the dad. Yeah, the dad. Okay. I think it was under the Bush. Yeah, so that's, that's new. That, that they don't, you can't do that. It, so it used to be you can have more kids and stay on there forever, so you can't do that. So when people say that you don't want to take the responsibility to help them, I was like, there are programs out there. You have to be responsible. If I lay down, I need to be responsible for that child. That's what's wrong with society today is that we don't take the responsibility. Um, there was this this story that was out this morning. A lady in, I think it was Ohio, she went to work at Little Caesars. She left her two kids mm-hmm. in the hotel room. One mm-hmm. was 10, one was 2. Mm-hmm. And um, she was at work. They said she said that she checked on them every hour. Now, I remember at 10... Don't tell the law because they may go arrest my parents. I was babysitting my cousin them. But Girl, I, I had a key to my house at five. So, at kindergarten, I was a key, a latchkey kid. Mm-hmm. They you went out and I babysat. But, you know, granted that times were different back then. Yes, they were. But still, you don't open the door. If something happened, here's a number to call, but we'll be back later. They went out to do, do their thing. I was a responsible 10-year-old. So they went out. You know, she went out to work. And now she's going to be uh, charged with child endangerment. So I was reading the comments, and the people were saying, that's wrong, and they don't want to help her, and this, 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 and that. And I said, it's not our responsibility to help her. Now, we have programs for people who get in binds, but because someone chose not to have an abortion and they had the child does not mean that it's America's responsibility to take care of the child because, oh, we made them have the baby. But that's no. what's going to happen if you if you do the pro if you do the pro life thing you're saying oh, we're banning all abortions in the system that we live in though Nicole you're going to have to have some type of oh, system you're definitely pro- have to have some type right, of program some type of program but they're there but they're not here's the thing Nicole we say that they're there yes but I always say for me and I'm saying it for me because I have been they're someone, there but look how much they send you put you through to get them. Get them. And it's the system is set up to to me and my opinion. And I've been well, you on be like forget it, right? And I've been on welfare. But what, what do you have to do? Because they don't have systems, to do much for me. Well, what I know in the state set of Maryland, for I you know, to fail. I know in the state of Maryland, which in order to get uh, state benefits, they they you got to go through a drug program, you have to go through a work program, you have to apply for child support. If you have even if you have the person on child support, you have to reapply. Because so they could so they could 
uh, intercept those benefits and the state get it, and then the state will give you benefits. Right. It's just so much you got to go through to get it. So a lot of people, if they're not driven or motivated to get all the paperwork and do all that, they're going to, like, forget it. So when I was, I worked for First to Work, we were in Hawaii. So I came in, so the people would come in. Uh, I think it was once a year you had to come and sit and do a new orientation. So we tell you all the rules, what your responsibility was. They had to do a job search. You had to do a job search and report your hours to me every week, which means that you're actively out there looking for a job. You know what most of them did? Just went and wrote down all the, hmm. the things that they saw. So, But as long as they turned it into me, I, I could believe them. I could call. I could verify. But who's going to remember, oh, yeah, they put in an application. All they had to do was put in applications. They weren't really looking for a job, but they were meeting the requirements, okay? That's all they had to do. We had um, resume writer classes. We would help them. I did uh, mock interviews. We would have them come in. We would do interviews with them. We did everything to help them to prepare to help them. We helped them with child care. If you were a woman that was in domestic uh, violence, we would pay for you to get your tea. We would pay for you to get five up to five hundred dollars to get some new tires. I mean, it's it was the money is out there. They didn't have to do a lot. It's not that hard. But see, in a but you're talking about Hawaii. So if you had a federal program though, Nicole, and it was because you, we know even from me from being military, every state that you go to has different laws, regulations, different. So they have state regulations because those programs are state ran. Yeah, but it's uh, first to work is everywhere. It's a that's a federal. I've program. never heard of that. It's probably not called first to work, but it's still a work program. And see, I haven't been that. on public assistance in over twenty something years, so it might. But I know when I was on air, I'm like Crystal. <laughs> they did not make it easy, and it was almost even to me. It was shameful. Like I remember my first experience whenever I went into a doctor's office with a military ID. All of a sudden, then I was Miss Callaway. But before that, when I was going in with that welfare card, whatever it was called, medical card Medicaid. back then, Medicaid, or not Medicaid, but like the, the little welfare card. I don't know what it was called, the insurance that they give you. Medicaid. That's what it is, it's Medicaid? A, it's, it's state Medicaid, yeah. It's Maryland Medicaid. Well, Maryland, I don't know what state she was in, but it's normally Medicaid. Medicaid is state. So maybe it was Medicaid, mm-hmm. but I was not treated the best. So I, for me, I say, right, if you're going to, I mean, if, every, if we could get on board with saying, hey, no abortions, right? Mm-hmm. Across the board, they're illegal in 50 states. They're illegal. We would have to, these, to me, the federal government would have to set up programs, compatible programs. And I think that's the part to me when we talk about senators and congressmen that they miss. Yeah. It's one thing to just say, hey, we, okay, you have these kids and you're, but even for kids, teenagers, you know, like in my neighborhood, there were no programs in my neighborhood talking about, not having sex. There were no programs in my neighborhood educating me on what it was to be a young woman in that A. It's normal to feel sexuality and it feels the sex feels good, whatever. But these are the consequences. And I'm not saying that we didn't learn it in school. I can be honest with you. I was definitely not paying attention. You know, I'm around there looking at the boys like everybody else. But I'm saying to me, especially in the impoverished areas, it's easy to say, yes, because if you have an affluent family, the truth of the matter is, not saying that they don't get pregnant. I know a lot of rich people, kids get pregnant, yep. but they have more resources. When they get pregnant, guess what? If they Maybe they don't have an abortion, but guess what? They go to Aunt Sally's house over the summer, winter, fall, or spring, or they go to boarding school, and when they come back, 
the baby ain't there. So, so just ask, to piggyback off, I'm sorry, no, just ahead. to piggyback off of what you said, if the if the government is going to say pro life, to piggyback off what you said, let's pre- be prepared to have resources to yes. help. Yes. Let's take it a step further. Let's be prepared for the negative effect of it too. You're gonna have pe- mental health things going on, so you gotta have mental health resources available. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You got to have more um, schools, more schooling. Yes. You got to have more, what is it, uh, judicial stuff because you're going to have people, you're going to have all kinds of stuff going on. You're going right. to have people trying to kill their babies on their own. That's right. You're going to have all kinds of backdoor abortions. So you're going to have all the legalities behind it too. So if we're going to say pro-life, okay, let's make sure we got all these other entities going on to support that whole pro-life movement. Exactly, and I think that's my problem is I think that's what Congress people don't do. Right. We make a law that says, okay, the majority say this. And that's great, because guess what? If you're the majority, most of us here, all three of us, if, if, if we got pregnant right now, and Lord forbid, our husband say, hey, I don't want a baby, I don't want, I can't have no Please, more kids, Lord, thank God. Let me get <laughs> yeah, I can't have Not no more kids. But, uh, yeah, and I don't want none Y'all either. see how I'm looking? <laughs> Y'all see, I don't even want the ones I have. Yeah. You see how I'm looking? Exactly. Listen, she do want y'all. She want y'all. Oh. Listen, not, some of these adult kids are, yes. listen. Next podcast, adult children. Yeah, yes. exactly. But if we did, and we're in, we're in a state that we can take care of those kids. So that's all I'm saying is, right, if we're going to, if, if as senators and congressmen, you want to do this, hey, set these other programs up, but they don't do that. They just say bucket, hey, we... Set no the abortions. Prog- set the programs up, but put time limits on it because we can't go back to the way. No, and I don't even back say in the day. I don't even believe the free stuff, Nicole. Because I, I could tell you when I was on public assistance, to me it was more of a a step to help you. It's like a, a I didn't a see it as a step. It was a hindrance a hin- to me. You think? Yes. So like you on public assistance, like I just thought, like it'll just get you on your feet until you're able to get. Better. If you have that mentality, that's, that's why true, I too. think that it think other things should be tough because it's called poverty mentality. Yep. And mm-hmm. it it keep. Because here's the thing. Girl, I don't know how people live that type of life. Exactly. Because I, I love you, money too much. I love my but it's because too much. You, it's because you've had it. But if you think about, like, I, I tease people, $279 a month is what I lived on. And listen, at the end, and I never wanted for nothing. I had my hair done. My kids ate. We, we lived a life because that's all I knew. So what I'm saying is if we're going to set these programs up and say, hey, no abortions, none, none of this. I just couldn't imagine it being like that. Exactly. Because the way, because even in Florida right now, it's an over influx of of, of uh, kids in foster cases. They don't even know where to put these kids. Exactly. I want to know why it's so hard to adopt a child. Like, why do you have to go through so many hoops Girl, when they're do. willing people? Oh my God! Oh, Criminal backgrounds and oh, it's just a lot. I mean, I mean, you want the kids to be safe, but I think a lot of it is because maybe people think they want these children and then they can't take care of them and then they put them up for adoption. Later in life, well, a lot like of times, yeah, and because I was a foster, foster, foster care specialist, that was what my title was. So I, I was the person that, I, if you did foster care and you wanted to adopt, I had to make sure, like Crystal saying, all the legal paperwork, the, the child's parents, their rights were taken away, all of those things, and that's what happens. You have people, family members take kids, then they want the state to pay for the kids that they take. Like we're saying, when I had my kids, yes, at the beginning I was on public assistance, but the second two, like I always tell people in the military, 
they don't give, contrary to what people think, they don't give you additional, it's like the welfare system. They don't give you additional money. Because you have additional kids. Because you have additional yeah. kids. If your husband's an airman, they're giving you airman pay. Yep. If he a, a colonel, they're giving you colonel pay. They ain't giving you money because you keep having kids. So I think that for me, yes, we can say the foster care and, and but we you do have to be selective when you, you start letting people foster and adopt kids because kids are abused or you get kids that, yep. who are adopted, they have mental health issues, yep. then the people don't want them. Like, people go overseas and get all these children. I know. I was like, there's plenty of kids here, so why are we going overseas? Because then less restrictions right. to get them. And when I did my foster, foster you know, specialist thing, that lady said she adopted a kid, I forget where, Japan or somewhere. She said she went into a room, she sat in a the room, they gave her a vanilla folder, Brought the kid in, and that was that was the whole adoption. That was it, and she paid money. Yeah, there's a movie out now. If you ever watch um, Willie Moore Jr., he's a flat out. If look him up, he just did a movie because he was adopted. Oh, I, I, we didn't watch it, but I know what you're talking he, about. He has a movie. He is a big uh, advocate for adoption because he says he has the best parents. Um, he just recently found his birth mother. And that was a big thing for him. So he says there are kids out here who need to be adopted. Let's adopt them. Um, I think adoption is good. Um, I just think for me, abortion, a woman should be able to choose because I don't have to stand before God, uh, before God for her. Mm -hmm. That's on her. However, what I will say is this. I don't feel like we have an abortion because we can't take care of the child or because this is not, I don't, I don't want to do it right now. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. I think this should be just different reasons, like a life-changing decision, like my, my health or things like that. When you, you're having abortions just because, I, it's just not right. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I get it. Everything should be, to me, everything should have a, some type of governance. Yeah. Everything should have some type of governance, some type of cap, regardless. Like, yes. Women, we should have the right to choose, but yes, it should be some sort of governance. It's yeah. like that. Even go, it, even taking things back without a receipt has a governance. Mm -hmm. You can't take uh, multiple items back to Target ten times before they say, "Ma'am, you didn't bought back five things on your ID. You can't bring it back no more." And you shouldn't be able to have an abortion without the father's consent, unless. You were like raped or something. Mm -hmm. You have to at least let that person know that. I think that yeah. movie's called The Ride. Oh, okay. Because I think even with no, vasectomies, it's the piece. I even think okay. with vasectomies, you need your wife's consent, if I'm not mistaken, right? I think at State of Merlin, you do that. I think they ask you the wife's consent. Sometimes getting your tubes tied, you have to have the Yeah, you do. Because they try to it's do some, that to me. Yeah. yeah, they try to do that yeah, to me. We I were in Ohio. States, just like, but just I got like, past that. That woman, some states, uh -uh. some states, abortions are illegal in some states. Mm -hmm. In some states, I think the abortion thing is. It's state by state. Cause no, I think in all 50 states, abortions, I just looked it up. In look all, it up? Because I thought it was illegal in some states. I thought, like, It's some illegal of the for a certain, like, some, you can't have an abortion up to so many weeks. Yeah, so, 16 so where is, weeks, I think. Abortion is, is legal. This is. Everywhere? We can't. So this is Wikipedia. So just a disclaimer. This is Wikipedia. So this is probably not a good. Mm, good source. But, good source. I, I learned that. We was just talking about that today. But anyway. It says abortion is legal in all, in all U.S. states. And every state has at least one abortion clinic. It's controversial. It occurs in most states. Two states originating in Texas and Louisiana. And then it says lead something, but I, it's legal in every. It's legal in every state, but I think you can't go up to 
I think it's 16 oh, here weeks. It is. 16 19 weeks. states, Alabama, Arkansas, Georgia, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, Nebraska, North Carolina, North Dakota, Ohio, Oklahoma, South Carolina, South Dakota, and Texas, West Virginia, and Wisconsin ban abortions after 20 weeks. After 20 weeks. Most make some exceptions in the grave circumstances, yep. like medical reasons or things like that. So, yeah, that's Have what you you're thinking. Have you seen a baby in 20 weeks? Like in it's utero, a, first it's of a all, full, let me tell you something. Full baby. I know. Oh, so, so that's well, how many? Because that's how I found out I was pregnant with Chase. I was twenty. Girl, let me tell you something. Three months second kid. I was Hold twenty up. weeks pregnant. Girl, I was twenty-two. Listen, I was in Jamaica having a good old time, honey. <laughs> like a good smoking, drinking, and I was like, I got home. I said, I said, oh God, I feel so not. I was like, did I kiss on the Jamaica? Like what in the Ooh. world? Like I didn't know what was going on. So I said, well, let me go ahead on to the doctor because I was like, I think I didn't cause something in Jamaica. I was smoking, <laughs> drinking, doing the most. You hear me? Girl, I go to the doctor that said, baby, you don't need to be here. You need to be at an OBGYN. Oh, my God. What you mean? They said, come here. Girl, They the lady put the, uh, the little, what is it? Ultrasound. Ultrasound. Girl, Chase was in the joint like this. Chilling with her arm up behind her head. I said, that's a full-grown baby. So 22 weeks. Can you imagine so, somebody having an abortion? no way. That's, that's, it's, it's I no think way. there should be regulations no like way. within your first Seeing a baby like that, there's no way I could see them so putting a vacuum cleaner so and sucking it out. And that's a full weeks baby. 20 weeks is three months. Girl, that's a full baby, yes. 20 weeks is five months. Yes. Oh, see, it's, that's it's, what I, yeah, yes, I'm, I'm not good with weeks. numbers. It's four weeks in a month. So yes. that's five, you're five, five months, months pregnant. In New York, yeah. you, can have an, you can have an abortion after six months in New York. Six months. You know they give you a pill. They give you a pill to take. And, and it you kills yeah. the baby, and then they they do, they, do like, they deliver it. They now, deliver see, it like a real baby, not like they suck it out. They deliver the baby. No, I, I think they mm. they do mm. suck mm. it out. Girl, I, I don't listen. I don't want to know. Like I, I said, I'm crazy. still pro-choice, but I just couldn't. To me, I think mentally, mentally, the ramifications when you make that decision. And I'm let's talk about nuggets. Let's go to the nuggets. I'm sorry. Wait, yes. hold on. You, got, sorry. you got something to say? say yeah, because I, I got book. that's that's gonna be my nugget. It just no, came in my sure. mind. Okay. It just came in my mind, so I want to make it my go nugget. Ahead with your no, no, nugget. no, 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 no. Because like, you know, nugget time. Yeah, because something just popped up in my head. And I was like, no, that's gonna be my nugget. So my nugget, and I, you know, I don't. I, I, was y'all done talking? Because you know, when I get the talking, do I did nugget, just girl. pop up in my head. Come on, do your so, nugget. So no, listen. I'm pro-choice. But this is my nugget. If you make that decision to abort your baby, that is your choice. You shouldn't feel guilty for making that choice. You shouldn't beat yourself up for making that choice. But what I would say is think about mentally. Mentally think about what you, where you're going to be in the next month after you make that choice. Be prepared to mentally for it to mentally grab you and mess with you. So you got to make sure you know that you're strong enough to deal with the aftermath of that choice that you made. Whether yeah. you decide to keep the baby or whether you decide to abort the, abort the baby. That is your choice, but make sure you're strong enough mentally to handle whatever decision you decide. Because even keeping the baby and raising the kid ain't no joke. It's not. Because I cry all the time. Beating myself, wondering, was I, am I doing the right thing as a mom? Was I the best mom to my kids? Mm -hmm. So you have to make sure you're mentally able to, you know, yeah. withstand whatever decision you make. That's my nugget. And for me, my nugget is always think about the resources. So I'm going to leave, leave our audience with 
if you are contemplating about having an abortion, um, like like I shared with my story, reach out to, you know, friends, family if you have them. But if not, you know, you can go to the National Abortion Federation. Their number is 877-257-0012. And they make referrals to different providers and someone that you can talk to. But I would just encourage, like Crystal said, if you're a woman out there, you're not alone. Um, and, and reach out to somebody, you know, because I, like what you guys share, you guys went with a friend, even though like what you're saying, Nicole, that you're pro-life, Crystal's mm-hmm. pro-choice, but you still went with your friend. Mm-hmm. And I think that to me, that's the saddest thing is that people have to do it alone. Oh my God. Right. You know yeah, what I mean? So awful. reach out. There's Bad a lot enough of you in a room alone. Right. But there's too, a lot of resources yeah. out there. So, you know, that's just one. I mean, there's probably hundreds, there's books, there's websites, but definitely, you know, reach out to some of these resources out here. So that's my nugget. Yeah, and I would piggyback off of pretty much what they said. My nugget would be um, do some research. Um, There was one, it's a website, adoptionservices.org. They had a lot of information on there. Um, And then uh, the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists, uh, acog.org. They had adoption, what to do when you keep the baby, what to do about abortions. They, mm. they had a lot of information on that site. But also reach out to your Planned Parenthood. Mm. There are lots of um, community resources out there to help you with the decision, uh, whether you keep the baby or you don't. But I also say seek counseling, even if you just go to one counseling session, whether yes. it be uh, I had this abortion or I'm about to have this abortion. I need some, because the friend that I know that had the abortion, she had some issues afterward. You know, I feel guilty. I feel bad. How can I have this baby? Well, what makes me think that I can have this baby when I killed that baby? Because th- there are a lot of emotions that can come up with that. And then, two, just because I have two boys and I have come from a, a household full of men, uncles and things like that, make sure you include the man if you can't, like, if they raped you or, you know, in traumatic situations, no. But also talk with them about it. Because I think sometimes women make the choice by themselves thinking they're going to be on their own when actually they're really not the guy will be there. Because if my son got someone pregnant right now and the girl's like, I can't take care of this baby, I don't want, I'd be like, you know what, we can help our son take care of this baby because I'm going to make sure he gets out and get a job and we're going to help. Uh-huh. That would be one. And then two, responsibility. Uh-huh. Take responsibility for you as no one is responsible for taking care of a child. But you, if you bring the child into the world, take care of it. You have the abortion. It's not our fault that you laid down and slept with somebody and you had to have an abortion. I think we just have to be more responsible, be responsible yes. for our, our choices and our decisions. And then be res- and be respectful of what someone else did. I'm respectful that you guys are pro-choice. Be respectful that I'm pro-life. That's right. It's okay. It's okay for me to have gone with the person that mm-hmm. I went with, with her, even though I didn't agree with it. I wanted to be her support. I wanted to be there to pray for her. I wanted to be there to know that you're not alone. We disagree on a lot of things, but we also agree on a lot, too. And if you're in my life, I want to be there to support you. If you if, if you are going through, I want weight loss surgery. I want this. I want that. Whatever you want to do, I may not agree with it. But I want to be there for you. Mm-hmm. And abortion should be the same way. Mm-hmm. Just make sure you take those nuggets and do it. I think it's a big topic now. 
where people are talking pro-life, pro-choice, pro-life, pro-choice. And it's okay for them. If that's what you want to do, this just don't use it as birth control. Abortion is not birth Again, control. Yes, and we would always agree. Yeah. I think if we you would have, all agree. If you're I, pregnant, I don't care if you're pro-choice. I don't care if you're pro-choice or pro-life. Please don't. I mean, like that's. I just like I said, it should be some sort of governance. Yep. Like I, you're right. No one should do that. As birth control, that is... Yeah, I, you know, I'm almost to the point where you should have a limit on how many abortions you can have. But, yeah, that's that would be me. So, I'm going to go with this Black Business for the Week. Okay. Um, my cousin, her name is Haley Harden. She has, uh, she does hair, extensions, braids. She does um, oils, scrubs, all those things. It's called Styles of Simone, uh, S-I-M-O-N-E. She is in Memphis, Tennessee. She's located there. Um, she has uh, Instagram, styles, underscore, of, underscore, Simone. She's there. If you're ever in the Memphis area, you want to get your locks retwisted, you want braids. Um, she does silk press outs, mm. blowouts, whatever you call them. She does a lot of hair. Um, also, she does have oils. Um, she does uh, whipped shea butters. Different she flavors. ships and everything. Mm-hmm. She will ship. She does that. Um, she is out there doing big things when it comes to that. So um, if you have the time, look her up. SOS Styles of Simone. Um, look her up on Facebook, Instagram, and book with her if you're in the area. I will like to give a shout out to them. Uh, my uncle, which is their dad, he died um, last month. Mm. And so um, my uncle was only four years older than I was. So he was more so like a big brother to mm-hmm. me. So it's been a little bit rough. We have our moments where he was a baby out of 10 kids. So mm-hmm. um, it's been rough. But also her and her sister, they have continued to go on. And she's doing hair. She's booking things. I'm super proud of them for continuing to just continue his legacy of being a good person and just letting them know that we, I, we are always there for one another. And just to let you know that we're always thinking of him and you. Yes. All right. Go ahead, queen. Yes. Yes, honey. (laughs) So this, um, Ends our break time. Yes. Oh. We don't have a job. Well, some of us got a job uh, to go to. No, <laughs> he's got to go. Not me, girl. Break time is officially yeah. over. And I hope the ice is officially over, too, and I'm ready for spring. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes All yes. right. You guys have a great night, coworkers. Okay. Thank you for listening. Yes. We'll be back with more topics next time. All yes. right. See you later. Okay. All right. Let's, Let's talk. 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 talk.